Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. In this episode of the podcast, I take some time to uh, really sit down and talk about ways you can burn more calories without wanting to kill yourself, without adding a ton of cardio to your routine and all that horrible, miserable stuff. So if you want to find out more on how to burn more calories, put yourself in a deficit to lose body fat and create healthier habits without doing a bunch of cardio or exercise, make sure you tune into this episode. Uh, related to the topic that we're talking about today is the stuff in the Eat More, Get Leaner ebook. So if you haven't downloaded this ebook yet, uh, you are missing out. This ebook is basically going to walk you, the reader, through um, how to slowly increase your food intake uh, with resistance training in order to be able to burn more calories at rest, so to have a faster metabolism. So that is available for free uh, at the Pullman Fitness website. You can go to pullmanfitness.com slash free and you can download that there. And then if you weren't aware, uh, so today's today's topic is going to be just from my, my page, from my content idea page. Um, but most of the time, the things that I talk about are from your questions or listeners' questions, and those questions are submitted on my Instagram story. So if you find me on Instagram, Adam underscore Pullman Fit, and go to my story on Sunday, you can submit your questions in that little question box that says, ask me a question. Um, if you know people who have health, fitness, and nutrition questions, make sure you refer them to this podcast. Let them know um, where they can go to submit their questions and get all of them answered. Uh, other than that, Without further ado, here we are talking about ways to increase your calorie burn without adding a bunch of exercise. All right, one of the biggest uh, reasons people have such a hard time losing body fat and being able to keep it off is because um, what we need to do is put ourselves in a caloric deficit. So what that means is that uh, we have to eat fewer calories in the day than we are burning, or we need to burn more calories in the day than we are consuming, however you want to look at it. So more or less, there are two different ways you can do that. Um, you can uh, move more or you can eat less or you, or you can do both, honestly. Um, but eventually what happens if you continue doing those things and um, exaggerating those things over time for more results, you are going to get burned out mentally and your body is going to stall out physically. And that's when you are going to be in a place where losing body fat is going to be much more difficult. So ideally in health and fitness, whenever you're trying to make some sort of change, you always want to try to do it the slow and steady route. You always want to try to get the most amount of change with the least amount of work. Now, the reason I say that is because health, fitness, all that stuff is really, if you think about it, a long-term thing. If you have a goal, a short-term goal in mind, like three months from now, six months from now, that's fantastic. But what does that goal matter if you're just going to stop doing what you were doing after you reach the goal and go back to where you started? Then you kind of just ruin the whole point, right? So we want health, fitness, nutrition, all of that stuff to be a lifestyle change. Now, in order to make something a lifestyle change, you kind of have to slowly ease into it and create it um, into some sort of habit. 
So going back to what I said earlier, when it comes to losing body fat, we need to be in an energy or calorie deficit where we are burning more in the day than we are burning. Like I said, you can do that by eating more, moving less, or sorry, eating less, moving more, or doing a combination of the two. Now, uh, your first thing could be going to adding a bunch of cardio in, but as I said, that's not sustainable. That's not some, not something that you're going to want to do long term. You'll see people do this all the time. They have some sort of goal. They start doing. They start running for an hour every day. Then they reach their goal. Then they're done because they don't want to do the running. What they what they could have done is they slowly could have added activity and saw their saw themselves get closer and closer to the goal without having to kill themselves. So that's what we're talking about today. How can we do this? Well, we can do it through this thing called NEAT. Now, you don't really need to understand the acronym or know what it means, but for the sake of the podcast, uh, NEAT stands for Non-Exercise Activity Thermogenesis. Now, this is just a stupid fancy acronym um, to describe the things that we do in a day um, that are outside of scheduled formal exercise. So, for example, this would include going on a walk. Um, this would include doing laundry. This would include doing chores around the house, like your dishes, vacuuming, and things like that. Uh, fidgeting, anything of that sort. If you're sitting at a table and your foot's fidgeting on the floor, your leg is fidgeting, whatever you want to call it, that could be considered non-exercise activity thermogenesis. All of this NEAT or um, this, this um, non-activity exercise uh, is going to contribute to your total daily, daily calorie burn. So the more you are fidgeting, the more you are moving throughout the day, the more calories you're going to be burning throughout the day. Now, what we need to do in order to um, increase that is increase, or sorry, increase the calorie burn is increase the amount of NEAT. But the hard part is, how do we measure the vacuuming? How do we measure doing chores around the house? How do we measure doing the dishes? It's really hard to measure that stuff. The best thing that we have to measure that th measure those things are um, step counters. So tracking steps is going to be the easiest way to assess the amount of movement that you have in a day that's outside of your normal scheduled workout, your run, your jog, whatever that might look like. Steps are going to be the things that you need to measure. Now, what we need to do is increase the amount of steps that you have per day in order to, to help facilitate more of that deficit in order to lose more body fat and keep it off. So let's say, for example, you um, are currently at 4,000 steps per day. You're a pretty sedentary person. You have a normal desk job. You don't really go to the gym much. You go to work and then you do your work. You come back home, have dinner, watch TV, go to bed. Okay, so you're getting about 4,000 steps in maybe on a good day. You might be thinking, okay, I want to lose 50 pounds. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start running and I'm going to start running and I'm going to run an hour every day. And uh, what's going to happen is you're going to lose the 50 pounds. And I talked about this in the beginning of the episode, but you're going to lose the 50 pounds. But what happens is once you lose the 50 pounds, you're going to think, okay, now I don't need to run so much because I hit my goal. You're then going to be back in a place where you were before. You're going to be eating the same amount of calories that you were before because you're going to go back to the way you were eating and you're going to take away a whole hour's worth of exercise. So you're taking away that calorie deficit and you're now turning into a calorie surplus where you're taking in more calories than you're burning throughout the day. Therefore, you are probably going to gain that weight back. What you should have done or what this person should have done instead was say, okay, 
Um, I want to lose 50 pounds uh, in order to make sure that I keep the weight off once I lose it. I am willing to take a longer amount of time to get to my goal. So instead of trying to get there in um, six months, I am fine trying to lose 50 pounds in a year and I'm going to make sure I do it slowly but surely. So not right now, I have 4,000 steps in the day. I'm going to do 5,000 next week every day. And then once that becomes a habit, I'll do 6,000. Once that becomes a habit, I'll do 7,000. And once all of these steps become really easy for me, then I'll think about adding in some exercise. So you guys get the whole point. You want to add it slowly, slowly, and slowly. Now, there are a few reasons because like I said, you other, so hold on. Like I said, there are um, many different reasons that you might want to do it this way. One of the main reasons is going to be um, avoiding that rebound of of weight that you lost. Okay. Uh, that is going to be your biggest reason for choosing to go this route. Um, sorry, I'm a little distracted right now. I'm trying to unlock my phone. Uh, the other three reasons that you want to do the neat, uh, this way is because it is going to be easier to create a lifestyle change. This exercise thing, it needs to be a, um, a, a lifestyle. If you're going to remain healthy the rest of your life, if you're going to have um, good longevity in your health, uh, this is going to give you a better chance of creating a lifestyle change if you add steps in first and then are, add some exercise and then create habits out of that. It's going to be much easier to sustain an additional 1,000 steps per day than to sustain an additional hour of cardio every single day. So that's one big reason you're going to want to look into adding NEAT instead of adding um, any sort of formal exercise that causes you to vomit or kill yourself. Uh, and it's also easier to just get up and do, all right? So if you have someone who's sedentary and just wants to improve their activity and end up burning more calories in the day so they're not gaining, on, gaining any body fat and, in fact, they're losing body fat, it's going to be much easier to do that. Um, if I just, if I have a client that's overweight, it's going to be easier for me to say, okay, I'm going to need you to get up and take two 10 minute walks every day. Uh, it's going to be far easier to say that than say, okay, I need you to go to the gym and I need you to do 20 minutes of vigorous cardio every single day. Um, that is going to lead to, uh, a better habit change and a better lifestyle change. And then another reason, um, is it just can make you more productive. So the more movement that you have in the day, um, the better your brain health is going to be. You're going to be more productive that way. I mean, think about a day where you're extremely sedentary, you're doing nothing, your productivity is going to be a, probably a little low, but if you're getting up and moving here and there, taking some walks, getting some sunshine, your overall mood is going to be better, your energy levels are going to be better, um, and therefore you are most likely going to be more productive, and it's going to give you a better overall quality of life even outside of your health and fitness. It might help you with your career, your job, your family, your relationships, whatever that might look like, all right? So um, those are some other reasons that adding NEAT uh, or steps in might be the better route and adding vigorous exercise right off the bat, all right? So bringing this all together, if you are someone who wants to burn more calories in the day um, without going all out at the start and becoming some crazy fitness fanatic, uh, look at your steps. Get a Fitbit, some sort of step tracker, your Apple Watch, whatever that might be. Get some sort of step tracker, see where your steps are at, and then just add 1,000 steps, maybe even 500 if 1,000 too, is too much. Add 1,000 steps every single week, um, and let's say you're at 5,000, then you try to go to 6,000, and you don't do that well with 6,000. Keep it at 6,000 until it becomes a habit, and then add some more. Once that's a habit, add some more. Once that's a habit, add some more. Slowly but surely, you'll end up realizing that you are completely changing the way you live your life, and that is going to make any sort of health, fitness, nutritional change that much easier. Easier. All right, guys. So use this tip. 
Start tracking those steps and slowly add that in before you add any sort of vigorous exercise um, for more calorie burn throughout the day. If you guys enjoyed this episode, make sure you spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. And then if you want more free content like this stuff on the podcast, um, guides, ebooks on how to improve your metabolism, how much protein you should be eating per day, stuff like that. You can download all of that for free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom-tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is The podcast.